0: what is up guys welcome back to the full court press podcast this is episode four and i'm joined by court and ethan
1: what's up guys what's up
0: so how you guys <laughs> been it's been a minute since we've recorded
2: i've been great man
1: Yeah, ready to for hear.
2: let's get ready for the the podcast man yeah, gotta got research this gotta research
1: I've done nothing else except study for this
2: podcast. I've done nothing else except uh, sit in the corner waiting for you to record
1: again. Yeah. I lied.
0: I didn't go on vacation. I was just sitting in my room preparing for this podcast.
1: Okay. I did go on vacation. That being said, so, you, boys.
0: Yeah, let's get into it. All As, right. As uh, Keemstar says on YouTube, let's get right into the podcast. So we'll Wait, start. Wait, isn't this
2: about Game of Thrones? Yes. April 14th.
0: We'll get started with the least important stuff here, I I think, if we're making this Mm. Um, opinion-based. Two people just secured their bag in MLB. We'll start off with Manny Machado because he signed first, and he signed a whopping contract for 10 years, totaling out to $300 million. Now, that's a shit ton of money. I don't necessarily think he's worth that much, but I mean, good for him. There's not really much else I could say on that matter. I know you guys are more the baseball fanatics here, so let's hear what you guys got in in store for us. Ethan, I thought you were going to court.
2: Okay. So, first of all, I mean, does he deserve it? Machado has been a very He's been weird because he's been pretty consistent over his entire career, especially in the defensive side of the ball as being one of the best defensive third basemen, shortstops in the league. But his bat has been, except for this year, it's been around 280, 270s. But this year he had 315 in a contract year, which makes you look at like, you know, a contract year. And then he performed awful, really, really in the playoffs, especially in the World Series when it mattered the most. Yeah, because he's just he trying signs to secure that He signed with a rebuilding-ish team. They got Hosmer last year. So their cap space, being in a smaller market, is probably a little stretched at the moment. But they have some good young pieces, especially center fielder Manuel Margot. I'm very high on him. He's a great fielder. I think he has some great speed, and I think he could be hitting around 300 next season. But, you know. It's a, it's a state. spot, it's a spot that I don't know if he's necessarily going to be great in. I don't foresee the Padres winning much in the first half of his contract.
0: Yeah. Um. Court, what do you have to say about the Manny Machado signing?
1: I definitely think it was a move that came out of nowhere, because who in their right mind would want to sign with the Padres? If you're or Cosmer. All- if you're if you're a caliber of player, as Manny Machado <laughs> where you're, he's not he's not like Mike Trout levels, of famous, but he's like second tier famous. Where if you say his name to somebody who actually semi watches the MLB, they know who you're talking about. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, agree. and then, and then he goes and signs with a team that's in a small market, a team that isn't doing well at all, and. I guess he's really banking on that uh, rebuild to come around, because this just—it was a money move, in my opinion.
0: Well, I mean, the dude did just sign a contract for ten years, so they're gonna eventually be decent. That's debatable. I think their times (laughs) really. I think their times now really. I mean, like you said, they have Eric Hosmer and they got Manny Machado. I mean, they're both gonna start to decline and you might get some of these players that are young there now that start to become better. So, like you said, it's debatable. Eventually, there's going to be that chance, and they're going to be like, all right, maybe we're going to be good this year. But I doubt it. But then, speaking oh, sorry. of... Oh, go on.
2: Uh, I was going to move on to Bryce Harper.
0: Oh, well, I'll let you take it from here then, Ethan.
2: Okay. So now we have the big fish. We got... 13 years, $330 million, Bryce Harper is now the richest man in baseball. On the other hand of that, I think he made the worst decision of his career. I mean, money-wise, he yeah, he's got it. I But I should have signed the three-year deal with the Dodgers. Bryce Harper apparently does not have the same faith in himself as I have in him because I think he easily could have earned the money back in three seasons when he hits the market again. With potentially three rings on his finger in the Dodgers. Dodgers already are the deep, one of the best teams in baseball, even losing Manny Machado. They knew that he was a rental, but they went for him anyway. They got to the World Series again, and they came up short again. Bryce Harper could have been the guy to push them over the hump with that MVP candidate every single season, but he decided to take it easier in Philly in a team that could win. They have some really nice pieces especially their pitcher, Aaron Nola. I'm very high on him. I think he could be a perennial Cy Young winner in the near future. They have Mike Helfranco, I believe. He's still on the Phillies court, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mike Helfranco. And then they have that other that other rookie, right? He was a rookie? I can't remember his name. Yeah, I'm Aaron not really Domo. up to get my Phillies knowledge. Okay, I'm pretty sure they, have, they had a, a pretty solid rookie. But are they going to be – Beating out the Dodgers in the NL, no. Are they going to be beating out any of these powerhouse teams in the NL? I don't think so. No. So, yeah, he's got the richest contract in baseball, but unless he gets in a John Carlos Stanson situation, I don't really see him winning too much on this contract.
0: I was going to say I'm going to. I don't think it was smart either. Um, I'm going to give him the benefit though, and say congrats to him for not being one of those players and you know, like all these other people going and joining the Dodgers or the Yankees and be like, well, I just want a championship. I don't care about getting paid. Like, go somewhere. This team, with the money that they're going to have besides him and all that, they could put together a playoff squad. If they get hot, it's a long stretch, but they could make it to the World Series. But, I mean, you, you hear Bryce Hoskins? Is that the rookie? Yeah, that was his name. Yeah. You hear the name Bryce Harper though and you're like, "Oh, well, yeah, this dude's a stud," which I agree with. And you say MVP candidate every season. But if you look back to the 2018 season, he hit for 249. Your your so-called MVP candidate hit 249
2: that he did. But which... his on-base percentage was 400. And his home runs was 34, and his RBIs was 100. Now, I get what you're saying. He had a bit of a down season. He's been having a bit of a down season really since his MVP year. But the thing is, when he gets in those stretches he gets on, and he gets as hot as he does, is there really many players in baseball you can say are better than him? No. Even with what he's doing right now, there's not many players I would say are better than him in the major league. There's a couple
0: guys like Altuve and Prout, obviously. Mookie oh, Betts. Yeah, Trout's the best player, hands down, in the MLB. Trout,
1: easily.
2: Trout, in my opinion, has a case for greatest of all time already. I agree
0: with that. I, I think agree.
2: he honestly, in each season of his career, he easily could have won MVP with what he's done.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, it's uh, insane. We'll finish up with Cord's opinion on uh, Bryce here, and then we'll touch on the whole Mike Trout topic here real quick but yeah, uh, what are your I, thoughts on
1: this? I both think that y'all brought up some valid points, but I got to agree with Dylan on this one. I, I do applaud him for not just kind of doing the Kevin Durant thing and pushing a team that's already been to the World Series two years in a row. Well, it's not the Kevin Durant though. thing because they lost. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, they lost. But, uh, Never
2: mind. That's stupid. My bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and just pushing him over the edge to get that ring. Instead, he's going to the Phillies where – if he, I think it would be a lot more meaningful of a ring to his legacy than if he won it with the Dodgers. Because like, if he won it with the Dodgers, those rings, in my opinion, he could get three rings. But if he gets one with the Phillies, I'll take the I'll take a singular ring with the Phillies any day.
0: Yeah, that's like LeBron's ring in Cleveland versus a first ring in Miami. I'll yeah. give you that. But we'll uh. We'll move on from the whole Bryce Harper and Manny Machado topic to, I guess you could call it a prediction. And we'll go back to Mike Trout, which I agree with you wholeheartedly, Ethan, that I think he's got a statement that if he stays at the level he's at or if he keeps improving, that he might be the best player That's the scary thing. ever touched the field.
2: He has been improving every year, which is crazy to say with what he's been doing. It's... Yeah. It's crazy. I... Honestly, it's – he's so good that he only played 114 games last year and he was fourth in the MVP and MVP candidate that he easily could have won had it not been for that he missed so many games. Yeah. He's – I don't – he's ungodly good. What hurts me is I've only got to see him play once and the second time I was meant to see him play, that was right actually a couple – like the game before he came to Boston, that was when he got injured. It was very unfortunate, but the guy—it's crazy because you think of when you think of great players, Bryce Harper. That, I'm just gonna go back to him for a second. He's that guy, like a sports like the, you think of a sports athlete. You think of Bryce Harper for baseball almost. You don't you don't really necessarily think of Mike Trout because that's what he is. He's a quiet guy, but he's quietly, unless you're in the baseball world world, putting up these godly numbers. And next season, he could easily – he's going to get paid for it next season when he hits, yeah. I think, a $400, $500 maybe
0: million dollar contract. I was going to say, I was putting him at around a 13- to 15-year $500 million contract. The only sad mm-hmm.
2: part about that is, though, I don't know if he can – I don't know if he can sign his career way to the Angels. So far, they, they've they got a bright spot now. They got Shohei Ohtani, who just had Tommy John, but he's planning on – Hitting next season and then not pitching next season, just DHing. That's what I've heard the rumor he's planning on doing. That would be he could also be a generational player. I agree. He, but he's playing great the, this year. The thing is, I they need pitching. They desperately need pitching. Garrett Richards has not really been the same since his injury. Albert Pujol's contract is still looming and his production is nowhere near his contract. And I don't know if Mike Trout can reasonably say he wants to put the pen to paper in Los Angeles, but I don't know if the dollar signs, because they're going to pay him so Who much knows? money. I don't know if he could possibly refuse their contract offer.
0: Who knows, though? They draft him. I mean, he's a he's a low-key guy. I call, he He's the Tim Duncan of baseball. I mean, like you said, oh, yeah. he's very low-key. He lets his stats and his game talk for himself. I can honestly, and from interviews I've seen, I can honestly see him signing that contract. Yes, because of the money, but also the fact of him being okay because they drafted him and that fan base loves him and he just wants to finish his career there.
2: I if he, if he doesn't win a ring, I will be so disappointed. Yeah. He deserves seven rings with what he's been putting up. It's disgusting that he's only been to the playoffs one time, I believe. And that it, was in like
0: his second season. It's a shame that uh he didn't catch that Angels team that was really good a few years before he came to the league.
2: That's that's also
0: actually something. The part of the reason I think
2: he's not a six time MVP is because of that playoffs thing. I mean it's he's he's so good.
0: Yeah. He did, he's so good. You got anything to say about it,
1: Court? Uh, y'all basically covered it, but uh, I I'd say he doesn't re- he doesn't even really need the money per se because the endorsement he has with uh, I believe it's Nike. It is Nike. He's got
0: custom yeah. shoes for them.
1: Yeah, the endorsement he has is, with Nike is the biggest one in, in baseball. He doesn't really need the to, so I'm not. Uh, he doesn't need the five hundred million. I'm not putting it past him that he would look to other places to see what they can offer him. But in the end, I do feel like he is that – in the end, he's still that Tim Duncan-esque player of baseball, and he's going to stay with the Angels. Because yeah. he – any re, any player with a – who actually could think through what's going on, they are actively looking for help for Trout. And they almost found in Otani. But then he, uh, you know, his UCL gave out. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I hope so that, he uh, ships it off to
2: Boston, but that's just a Boston fan and me saying no. that.
0: Yeah. I, don't, yeah no. I can't see him doing something like that. But – You know
1: what? I feel like it's time for a hot take, and I'm calling it right now. You can mark my words on this day, Wednesday, March sixth, 2019 – in the year 2021, the Angels will have a World Series title. That's a bold statement. Well,
0: we can come back to this, and we can mark words right here, and I'm willing to bet you $50 that they don't.
1: I feel like they will because
0: well, – What, would you like you to know. put money to that, bud?
1: I'll put money to that, five bucks. <laughs> I said, I, all five right.
0: bucks with interest. I'll do five
2: dollars. <laughs> go, I'll go in on that. I'll, I'm going to say that they won't.
1: Okay, fine. I get ten.
0: Yeah. Okay. There's there. Yeah. There it is. So you guys hear heard it here, guys. Um, court's gonna owe Ethan and I some money in 2021 so, with interest. Yeah, with interest.
1: I'll be a broke college student by then. I was gonna
0: say we'll charge you. Um, yeah, like a young team with no credit score interest either. You're gonna have to pay us 3.9 percent interest. Yeah, three point nine zero, five six two, three. Yeah. But we'll move on from baseball now, and we'll get into what this podcast is more tailored to, and that's uh, good old basketball. So, you know, I'm sure we have a handful of listeners that probably could give two flying craps about us talking about LeBron. But you got to do it. So, currently, the Lakers are taking a huge L right now in the West, and uh, there is a very, 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 very good chance that they may not even make the playoffs.
1: I
2: think they have a 0.1% at this point.
1: They have a better chance of drafting. Yeah. A than making I saw that. The playoffs.
0: I read that the other day, which is crazy. Because if you think about it, like I, some people call themselves, I'm going to agree, I'm a bronze sexual. I dude's, agree. Amazing basketball player. He didn't miss that many basketball games. So it's not like they were without him for 34, 35 games. It was like, what, maybe 10? I thought they were a little like,
2: bit. I thought he missed like 15.
0: Okay, 10 to 15.
2: But that's a big chunk of the season.
0: Yeah. Now, if you look at it, they're what, 10 games back right now?
2: Something like that. I can so, get it up right now.
0: this team, I mean, if you look at it, everybody's like, oh, well, LeBron's washed, blah, 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 blah. Like he needs to just give it up now. He can't even take this team to the playoffs. They're fourteen if, back. Yeah, they're fourteen back. Oh,
2: from the playoffs though, they're they're um the uh, six and a half.
0: Okay, so they're five six and a, and a half, five and a half back. And he missed like you said, ten to fifteen games, maybe a little bit more. If you wouldn't have missed those games for one of the very rare injuries that he has throughout his career, then they would be in the playoffs right now. That team's super young, and LeBron's not washed. They're going to be fine. So I think a lot of these people need to hop off the whole, well, LeBron needs to just call it quits now. He's not the player he used to be.
2: I think they'll be fine, just I don't think they're making the playoffs this year.
0: You'd be surprised it is LeBron James. I I know, but they've lost three straight, man. Yeah, I think he's going to At this
2: point, they need some voodoo. Because I think some other teams need to be losing some games for them to have a chance.
0: Maybe, but so it sounds like I got a pretty clear cut answer from you, Ethan, that you believe that they're not going to make the uh, the playoffs. Cool. I really want them to, but uh,
2: with who is in front of them? Here's who I can see them beating out. I can see. I don't see them beating out the Spurs because Popovich. I can see them beating out the Clippers because the Clippers are. They're a pretty solid team, but they don't have a guy that I think can make sure that they make the playoffs this season. Yeah, I can see the that. I can see the Lakers sneaking in, especially over the Timberwolves, who have just been dysfunctional with only one bright spot, really in Karl Anthony Towns. They're not getting past the Kings. The Kings, I don't see them doing too great, to be honest. The Kings are a hard-nosed basketball team. They are. If you don't. If you don't like Kings basketball, you don't like NBA basketball. Big
1: they're fan. too
0: young. They don't have that's, that. But, but they right have
1: part. I want to see the Kings v Warriors in the first round. I don't care if they get swept because I know that they, they don't care that it's the Golden State Warriors and they have five All Stars. They're going to play basketball and they're going to try and win. I want to see the Lakers versus the Warriors in the first round though, just because it's LeBron. Yeah, I think a lot. And of
0: them then when LeBron wins, so that's what makes the NBA NBA nowadays.
2: Honestly, though, OKC, finals champs, bang, end it. Yeah, Yeah. all right. PG MVP is going to average 47,000 points a game. Westbrook's averaging a quadruple-double. And Steve Adams is going to get, like, seven more brothers by the end of the playoffs.
0: There you go. You guys heard it here first. So, I think we can wrap that topic up with... Wait,
1: hold on, hold on. What... Let me get in on this because, you know what, I I just find it a little little sweet because uh, LeBron this season has basically screwed himself from being even close to being compared to Jordan, in my opinion. Mm, I don't
2: like that take.
1: He took Rondo, Stevenson, and Beasley. He handpicked them, basically. He built this team to what he thought would be good for him. I even heard Lance Stevenson go out and say to himself that Magic Johnson said LeBron wanted him on the team. And it's and in the end, LeBron hurt himself when he went out there and actively like the whole tamper thing with AD and then all the rumors about everybody getting was potentially getting traded. LeBron hurt LeBron. And in the end, it's going to come back to bite him in a severe way when he's left out of that.
2: The thing is, though, they were the fourth seed before so all the injury things happened. And that's what I think a lot of people are forgetting. LeBron James is still LeBron James for now. He's not 13 LeBron James, but he's relatively the same player he was last season, in my opinion. He's got to work on the chemistry. they got to get that back up. That AD kerfuffle thing, whatever it was, was a mistake. That That's... It can't be taken back, but it's there. LeBron, the team's going to grow back together, I think, because they realize that they have one of the greatest players of all time who's in the tail end of his career. He wants to win. He, that's all he wants to do is win. They have to look and see that. Yeah, he wants them there. But if you can it's a look at themselves, would you rather have Kyle Kuzma or Anthony Davis on a basketball team when you're looking at a 34 year old that just wants to win some more rings? And yeah. I think the team's going to grow back together. I think they are going to get Anthony Davis. I think it's going to be a lot reduced, of more of a cost. Because I don't think Anthony Davis is going to want to go to Boston. I well, they trade for him. I th- no, I think him. they definitely will because they need to get rid of some of their, their logjam of talent. Because that's clearly not working for Boston. That's another topic. I'm not going to get into that. But I think LeBron is – he's still the GOAT in my opinion. But – you know, what, I, everything I said, I'm not going to repeat myself.
0: Well, before we move on, I like to take he brought to it, Court, but I think that's an extremist remark. I mean, I do see what you're saying. I don't really even think LeBron brought it upon himself. I expected them to make the playoffs, and I think he expected them to also. But yeah. I, think, I think he over-assumed overassumed that those young players were ready when a lot of them aren't.
1: And the, the biggest knack on LeBron that I will always have on him for his entire career is the fact that his defense is nowhere close to being considered go level defense. It's solid, especially now, this season. We've all seen the clips of him standing there and giving up wide-open threes and all that. The loss to the Phoenix Suns and the Grizzlies when he's supposed to be in playoff mode. It's like yeah,
0: but the last few years he's dropped off with that stuff, which it bothers me because it's annoying to hear people like you say that because, like, hit with his remark that he said a few days ago when somebody asked him, they're like, well, a lot of the league's saying that you're not a good defender, and he's like, let me guard anybody. Anybody wants it, they can have the smoke. He's he's an amazing defender. He's the best chase-down blocker of all time. He's He's a good defender when he needs to be. I mean –
1: but in the end, he if, just, he, if he actually wanted to be the GOAT, like he said earlier in the season, I know there were some inflammatory remarks, basically him calling himself the GOAT from from what I've heard. he He isn't unless he can get himself some more defensive accolades, such as an all-defensive first team, maybe a defensive player of the year. The thing is, he here He should have a defensive Player of the Year. He should have had it in 20, 30,
2: 2012, twelve, twenty thirteen. I believe it was. He was the best defender in the league that year. He just didn't get it. If I'm mistaken, I might be. I don't remember if it was that year exactly. The same
0: year that he was snubbed from MVP. I for believe Derek so. Rose.
2: I believe so.
1: Yeah. The, that was twenty eleven. What did you say, Derrick Rose?
0: It? it
1: was the I first year all... when he was on the
2: Heat. That's what I'm talking about. Uh,
0: I pulled up some stats for you too. Cool.
2: I think it might Uh-oh. be 2012, 2013. I might be tripping. I'm sorry, but my memory's not serving me there. But yeah. the thing is, what I'm going at for defense, I think LeBron could be at the same level as Jordan. The only thing that stops LeBron on defense is LeBron, because he doesn't.
1: Exactly, LeBron he, he, screws he LeBron.
2: Try. But the thing is, when he, needs, when he has needed to, he stepped up and did it. Like in the finals, he's done it. It's the most historic
0: one of all time, 2016.
2: But it's like, you have to look at things in perspective. Like you say, LeBron, he doesn't try all the time on defense. Well, Michael Jordan didn't get anywhere until they got Scottie Pippen. That's all. You, you have to look at things in perspective. Everybody in their case is going to have their flaws, but nothing you can do really is going to change other people's minds about that unless it's clear-cut like a Tom Brady. He's obviously the best quarterback of all time. There's nothing you can say that's going to change that until somebody else comes along. And right now, LeBron James is coming along, and until he's done, the conversation is in the air.
1: I agree. I'm just saying, um, you, you put MJ on that Lakers team instead of LeBron, you can even – i I'd even go out on a limb and say that you could have MJ run small forward, and you have not miss 15 games. He's still taking down the Suns. He's still taking down the Grizzlies. LeBron's not doing that.
0: That's – LeBron could. I think a lot of it is it's the yeah, difference in the mentality not. is because right now, I think he knows that he can probably get them to the playoffs. Whereas Michael Jordan was just, well, I'm playing against all these bad players. I'm going to just keep beating them and beating them because I want to win. Whereas LeBron, I think, really just cares about getting to the playoffs, and then he activates playoff mode, and that's when you see the real LeBron James. He already quit. said
1: he activated playoff mode, and then he immediately lost to the Grizzlies.
0: Yeah. He can only do so much, though. I mean, same yeah, thing know, with Michael Jordan.
1: He, Michael Jordan can only do so much, but in the end, he could do enough to get them past the Phoenix Suns.
0: I really don't know if he could, though. Because, the thing is, yeah, though, Jordan was, didn't win dominated. until he got
2: another guy. Michael, Right now, LeBron doesn't have a guy that he can – put at his level like I, Scottie I, Pippen was.
1: He doesn't have a Scottie Pippen, like, no, but I'm the a, thing is, he's got Alonzo Ball. Alonzo Ball's hurt. Not, okay, yeah. Well, he had Alonzo Ball. Exactly. He, That's he part Kyle of the Kyle reason Kuzma. the Lakers he are has struggling. He Brandon Ingram. He has a Josh Hart.
0: He has, he has a bunch of young players that,
1: except that Kyle
0: can to are yeah, doing. Exactly. Do all right those now. players except Kyle Kuzma. He has some
1: phenomenal role players on his team. No,
0: they're not phenomenal yet. Like, he just said there's one.
1: Kyle Kuzma is the only
0: serviceable player I'd want to be playing big minutes at this
2: point, except for Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball's hurt. And I don't even know. I I want to play Lonzo Ball, and his defensive and playmaking skills are 100% there. But the thing is, another hurt on him is his jump shot and his scoring ability. Because the fact right now he, he doesn't trust himself, and that makes me not trust him. That makes his team not trust him exactly in a way, if you get what I'm saying. But that's not what we're not talking about Lonzo Ball exactly. We're talking about the Lakers as a whole, and right now they don't have that second guy.
0: Well, here's some food for thought for you too, Court. Um You you're saying all this, but look at like he said, until he had Scottie Pippen, that team wasn't really that great.
1: Yeah, and I'm you not t- you I'm look
0: not you talk, look look talking. at this. Just let me talk. Let me talk. LeBron James left Miami to go back to the second worst team in the NBA that I believe won like 37 games that year. And then he took them and then they went to the finals and yes, they lost, but to arguably the best basketball team to ever touch the floor. And they almost doubled their wins. If not doubled their wins when Michael Jordan left and did absolutely horrible in the MLB, his team lost four more games. That team didn't skip a beat because they don't need Michael Jordan to win.
1: At the same time, though, that that transition from the the heat to the Cavs, who did they add? They added one of the best players at the time in Kevin Love. He wasn't.
0: He just looked good because he was on a team that had nobody.
1: And even then, at the beginning, he was still playing relatively good. I'm not going to go out and say Kevin Love is a bad player because that is not true. He's an above-average player now, but in 2016 – he was still an all star level player. They had Kyrie Irving. It's like you, you gotta look at the bigger picture. They they their team was crap, and then they built it, and then LeBron came. There. So it's like I, I don't think I don't think that argue, that point is like a hundred percent telling the real story here. And I think is I'm, I'm, I'm not even talking about both of their respective teams. I'm just saying, like I said earlier, you stick Michael Jordan on that current Lakers team right now, as of today, with Lonzo Ball out and all. They're going to be worse. Phoenix Suns. They're going to be worse. He's getting them past the Phoenix Suns, at least.
0: No, he's not. No, he's not. Because look at the people he played. He played against a bunch. You could take Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, all these superstars that aren't even on the tops of being in the top five best all time, they would all be better than Michael Jordan back then because of the amount of skill they played. All these players are in significantly better shape than he was as a basketball player back then because they all have improved and they've evolved
1: yeah and that, the that, average
0: player average the factor. average player today could go and easily score 20 points a game. And and
2: right would be one of the best well. men, best, best I don't know, I said men. best players yes, of all sir. time We've, if we all back, that. Back.
1: We've all heard that argument multiple times. But I'm just but then you also have to take into consideration the advancements in the technology of today. What if Michael Jordan had those advancements in technology that all these NBA superstars are so blessed with today? And what if these NBA superstars didn't have that back in the day? Would they be as good? Probably not.
0: That's a fair enough point. Yeah, like, but, that, that,
1: that's why I don't like That's why I'm not 100% with comparing all these superstars. Like comparing Bill Russell, especially. That one gets in me. Because well, it's like Bill Russell's the toss up if you put him in today. He could The
0: whole gone. point of it, though, of why I said. Bill that Russell would be a Dennis because I'm you're trying, imagining. You're trying to yeah. compare a Michael Jordan to today's age. When he wouldn't be any I guarantee you right now, if Michael Jordan played today and he was at the beginning of his career or in his prime, he might average like sixteen at three.
1: What?
0: Look at how he played. He would probably become a three and D guy. He probably wouldn't
1: be the star. Did he you was. just say three and D? He couldn't Michael know had had a three point shot. But he was one of the he, he's one of the best interior scorers off the drive that has ever played this game.
0: He's, and there's a lot of better centers nowadays than two. There was a, a very, very, very good centers back then, but they were far and few.
2: No, that was the really the age of centers. You had Shaq, Hakeem, Patty. Yeah, exactly. Did. You still had Kareem playing at the time too. Yeah, he did have Kareem at the beginning of his career, and um, I'm sorry, what's his name? Yeah, but yeah, how old? Was Samson Kareem when he was playing that. Lambier. Well, that, was, we're not talking about really Kareem. We're talking about the other guys. I was just saying.
1: Yeah, we're talking about guys like Patrick. Yeah, Rodman built that beer. I already said that. Hey.
0: Rodman was on his team.
1: Yeah, but that's at the, the beginning of his time. career, they were getting the piss beaten out of him by the Pistons every game. Until they got, got Scotty though. That yeah, that's, that's
0: one of the best basketball teams yeah, of all though. time, too. You're, saying, uh, is Scott, is you're saying
1: Jordan
2: is so good, but he never carried his team to the finals like LeBron did twice. When he was 23, right? 23? I think he, 2007. I think yeah, and then yep. last season with the Cavs, Jordan couldn't do that unless he had another guy. In the next year to him. before
0: that in the year before that. Well yeah, yeah. but those like, times he had Michael a, a
2: solid team. That... Last year he did not have a solid team, and then when he was two thousand seven that team was awful and they should not have really been in the
0: playoffs. Yeah. I would also like to go back to the whole point of the two thousand sixteen right. and all that stuff and the year after that too. With injuries and all that stuff. If you threw Michael Jordan into that two thousand sixteen finals, he would have stepped and up the his Cavs. Game. The I Cavs have so won.
1: many different occasions. Michael Jordan would step up his game.
0: The Cavs would not have won. But I would also like to point this out to you too of saying how bad of LeBron is a defensive player. Blah blah blah
1: blah uh, blah. I never said LeBron okay. was. I said he was an above-average defender. But I'm going to give you not this goat levels of de- of defense.
0: Michael Jordan has nine All Defensive First Team selections. LeBron's got five. If LeBron put in the effort on defense all the time that he could, I guarantee you he would probably have 12 or 13.
1: But that's the problem. He's not.
0: Which I agree with. But to the people that are saying that he can't play defense, when he was going all out at first, he had five of them right in a row. Now, I – like I said, I'm a huge LeBron fan. I think he's gotten to that point of his career where I've been saying he's better than Michael Jordan for a while now. And I think he's finally starting to really, really realize it. And he's kind of been he's
1: shooting, himself of the foot. He's shooting himself yeah. in the foot by thinking he's already done it when he hasn't, he could have done it this season. And going into the season, I've I made a statement to myself. If LeBron can get this team to the Western conference finals and make a competitive series against the Warriors, he deserves to be in the argument. But he hasn't done that. He's already in the argument. Are you are you
2: tripping, buddy? Not
0: anymore.
1: Not anymore. I'm sorry. Yes, he
2: is.
0: He, is.
1: he, he gives well, up gave himself well, up. He gave up on we'll
0: him, talk though. about your beloved Michael Jordan today too. LeBron's about to pass him for scoring today, which is just another accolade that he's beaten Michael Jordan out for.
1: Look at more. the amount of games played. Less games. Okay. And Michael Jordan missed
2: two prime years of his career to go play baseball. Michael Jordan also has 3,000 more shots than LeBron does at this point.
0: Yeah. Okay. People, the, the only thing Michael Jordan has on LeBron James is rings.
2: And if you're going to go by rings, then Bill Russell is the GOAT.
0: Yeah. LeBron James has crushed so many of Michael Jordan's records that he set. And well, he's about to be one of Michael Jordan's Michael biggest George ones ever. play
1: two prime years of his career that he should have. Well, he got banned. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to get into that
0: whole. <laughs> I was going to say that,
1: that deserves a whole video unto itself. But yeah, thank you, That's Mike Corzamba. too.
0: Besides the fact of him being an absolutely horrendous baseball player, even if he played those two years, so I tack on maybe close to three thousand more points.
2: No, nah, you no, nah, you attack on like ninety-seven game. No, like. 130 games, give or take.
0: Yeah, LeBron's going to still end up beating him. It's just going to take longer. But that's besides the fact, like if I knew we were going to escalate this topic to what it was, I would have had everything pulled up. But time time and time and time and time and time again, LeBron's just beating out Michael Jordan's records because he's better. He's the better athlete and he's the better basketball player. I'm settling my case at that. If you guys want to talk about it a little bit more, go ahead. But I'm ready to
1: move on. I'm ready to move on. We can go ahead and move on.
0: So, we'll keep it in the basketball world now after that heated topic. And we'll go on to the Eastern Conference, and we'll talk about one of LeBron's former teammates, Kyrie Irving. Now, a lot of people have been calling him selfish. And uh, last night, he went out, and he through 11 assists, I think, just to show people that he's like, I'm not selfish. I'm, I never have been, and I'm not going to be. The only time he has been was when he played the, oh, well, I want to run my own team, and then got traded from the Cavs. And I think that he realized that bit him right in the butt. And I I think that he's not going to be a Boston Celtic next year. Is where I'll leave it at. I think he's going to join the Lakers because that's another thing to just hint on it really quick. I forgot to add. It oh, did that. you say Lakers? Yes.
2: Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Keep going.
0: The whole, the whole LeBron thing. I'm just hitting on it really quick. He, those pieces that he added were to prepare the team for next year. This year was kind of, I guess you could say quote unquote growth, a rebounding year. He's getting his bench players and those young players acclimated to playing with him. And the next year, you're going to see either Kyrie or Clay Thompson or Anthony Davis, at least one star that's going to come join him. And then that team's going on to full off. All right, let's go get some championships. But back to Kyrie, a lot of people think that he's going to go to New York. And they think that Kevin Durant's going to go there, too. They just got rid of so they must not have that much thought into it. And they they must not think that that's going to happen, which I don't see any reason of why that would happen because Kyrie straight up come out and said, he's like, yeah, I messed up. I want to play with LeBron. He's like, I would not turn down that. I'd be perfectly open to doing it again. Why would he want to go play with Kevin Durant, who he had to deal with in the finals and I guarantee you he probably doesn't like him just because I'm sure they're friends now. Yeah, that would be a decent team, but I mean, why, why would you leave the Boston Celtics for the New York Knicks to play with Kevin Durant when he's getting to the end of his career? Like he's still very, very effective, but you could go to the Lakers and that's a guaranteed championship because this year you're seeing the end of the golden state warriors dynasty.
2: Well, the Knicks would be very intriguing with that team. The lineup would look like Kyrie, DSJ, or Frank Natalikino, whichever one they want. It would be that, that would be the backcourt. But then you'd have Katie, Zion, and Mitchell Robinson, who's showed to me that he's already one of the best defenders in the NBA. I think he has the potential to be a Ben Wallace-esque player. I don't think his offense is ever going to really come like – like um, to be good, yeah. I think it's gonna <laughs> be like serviceable, like lobs, not like Clint Capello lobs, but lobs. Yeah, just powerful. And big but he's more. just gonna be a great defender, rebounder for however long he plays. He's gonna, I think he's gonna grow into like a Marcus Canby type guy towards the end of his career, just helping the young guys and still providing that great defense. But that team could be very interesting. They already have all the players that they would need for the bench. They'd have DSJ or Fr- Frank. They have Kevin Knox. They could find and then just fill out the rest of the bench, and that's a very good team. And I think it could win the East. I think, especially with the Warriors not there anymore. Yeah, I think the Knicks could be a ring. And then that's oh, what no, Kyrie wants. He goes to the bright lights of Madison Square Garden, brings him a ring without LeBron,
1: star player. You know what? I actually have a pretty good take on this one. I don't it, think Kyrie, I don't think Kyrie's a real fan he's of the meme ball He's got a little disgruntled with. In general. So, and he's basically had to play in a huge spotlight with LeBron. LeBron basically brings the market with him. So, I'd say his time in Cleveland was kind of a very big market just because of the spotlight of LeBron. Yeah. The Celtics, who have one of the biggest markets besides the New York Knicks and Lakers. Lakers. What if he wants to get out of the whole big market thing and he just. A whole 180 on the league. If you say Jordan Minnesota, Panthers. Indiana Pacers. Oh, okay. They have the cap space to sign them next season. You do they? Yes, they do.
0: Surprisingly. Oh, could you imagine a Kyrie and Paul George team? I wish Paul George would have never left the Pacers. Uh, Ky- Kyrie, Depot, Sabonis, <laughs> Turner. A defensive bogged a good, good defensive team. There,
2: you're, you're forgetting the best player on the Pacers, Mister Bogdan. Tariq
0: Evans Bogdan. will most most gone. likely be resigning.
2: I don't think they're going to. He's not been exactly turning out. He's
0: in the talks for six man of the year this year. Sorry, most improved. Tyree Evans, I believe. No, yes, I was reading the most improved earlier from Sports Illustrated. He's he dropped from twenty points a game to ten. It might have been six man then. But I read an article earlier. There's no way Joe's he's in sixth, it. man. He's
2: getting ten points,
0: three rebounds, and
2: two assists.
1: It's probably a low-tier Sixth Man of the Year candidate. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, continue. But, yeah, um, I'm, I'm just saying. Like we we've all, Kyrie Irving loves just kind of staying away from the media when he can, because basically the all the media has done for Kyrie Irving's career is screw him over time after time. Join. Throw stuff
2: out to us. I love the Pacers. They always have fun games
1: to watch. They're my second favorite team. I think everybody loves the Pacers. Nobody can really hate the Pacers. If you don't like the Pacers,
2: you don't like NBA basketball.
1: Well, I was a Pacers
0: fan before this team was assembled. I mean, Mm. I I liked the Pacers Ah. because. Of Paul George,
2: mm-hmm. uh, bandwagon, bandwagon. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're still my second favorite team.
2: Mm, yeah, now they have Victor Oladipo. I bet that year. Mm. Mm. Funny, that,
0: dude. The Indiana Pacers, if anything, I was a bandwagon back then. The Paul George, Danny Granger, um, and West. That that team was. Uh, or no, it's not West. Sorry, Hibbert.
2: Don't add That's, Danny Green's the best player in the NBA. Yeah,
0: Danny Green. That team. He wasn't was on so, that team. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Danny Granger. That team was so much better than this current Indiana Pacers team. Well,
2: yeah, they pulled George.
0: And when he was really good, Danny Granger. And like I said, Roy and Hibbert Trash he was Hibbert. very good, too. Yeah, Trash Hibbert. That team was, if anything, I was banned for liking them back then.
1: Okay, like, yeah. That, back that to the top the fact. The roster, when you had Kyrie Irving, it's like that could, that could, they can could make it to the finals. I'm not going to pass.
0: Well, yeah, they could. I mean, you'd have one of the best scoring point guards in the league, and you'd yeah. have one of the best shooting guards of defensive players in the league, assuming Oladipo is what he was this year when he comes back from injury.
2: What was the injury again? Was it MCL? That was quad. Yeah, it was. That oh, yeah, no, well,
0: was, yeah, was. With right.
2: his knee, I thought. No, I think it was quad. I think it was quad. I think he tore his quad.
1: Yeah, that... Well, he, he can let's come keep back continuing. I'll look it up. Yeah, but so... I don't think he'd go with the Lakers because he just, the backlash he would get from the media, I, I, I think he would just lose his freaking mind.
2: Here oh, he kind of did. did. I love Kyrie, though. He seems like a really interesting person to talk to.
0: Mr. Flat Earther. No, not because not
2: cause of that. He just has a really – I think he has a unique perspective. Because he's not – he doesn't play basketball for the money. He doesn't play it – for exact. I don't even think he plays it for the wins at this point. He doesn't play it to be famous. He plays it because he likes basketball. He plays it because he respects the sport. And I think you could have some really interesting
1: conversations. With them. Not,
2: not the Flat Earth stuff, just – Basketball.
1: And what way to respect the game of basketball more than to join the Indiana Pacers, basketball's favorite team? Now that's a stretch. But. Can you really hate the Pacers for anything, though? They gave you the malice at the power.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. We're on our test. <laughs> Meadow rolled cheese back when he was a kid. Isn't his name like Panda Lover now or something? <laughs> he changed it
1: again?
0: I thought I it was like Panda did. Lover. Oh my gosh. It's something stupid. I believe he did change it again. He's but, a good dude though. Yeah, well excluding the fact that just beating the crap out of a, a fan in the stance with did Didn't that beer fan call him, that was the call wrong him a one.
2: word? A word. I think though. it was the wrong
0: fan, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it was the wrong fan, but yeah, didn't that fan that, that did it right. call and him the call him the word. It might have. I think that I mean, no matter what, he 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 overreacted with the, yeah. the light that was shined on him. But was he wrong? Not 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 particularly. Yeah,
0: but we're getting off topic. That's
2: way off topic. We're talking about the <laughs> mouse Yeah,
0: I'm gonna. We'll touch on the the college basketball side of things here really quick, just some I'm games thrown out there for everybody. Kansas for the first time in the last 14 seasons, has not won the Big East, which is surprising but not surprising to me at the same time. I mean, they had their spurts definitely this season. You're like, wow, they look like a good put-together team. But they're not the Kansas team that we usually see. And also, another big basketball – well, two big basketball programs meet this weekend. Michigan and Michigan State, they're That's playing a fun for game to watch. yeah, they're playing for a share of the Big Ten title, and the if big Purdue Heat. loses, whoever wins that game wins solely the Big Ten title and gets the one seed going into the Big Ten tournament. So you got that big game, and then before that game, you have the Duke and North Carolina game, which should be good because I believe Zion Williamson is coming back.
2: Zeon, Zeon, yeah,
0: Williams. I said that wrong. <laughs> Zeon Williams, yeah,
2: you got you, boy. Hey, you boys, you don't want to play some horseshoe in the backyard, to you guys, are supposed to just the roll cows. The flow. You, the,
0: see, this we'll just leave this in the podcast. You guys are the reason that you make this a pain in the ass to edit.
2: <laughs> I think it's funny, I think we should leave it in cattle the well, cows.
0: Yeah, play some horseshoes. But we've been, we got off on some pretty good rants and
2: topics, so. I think we got to move on. Yeah, Kyrie, wrap... this is long, Kyrie. What, what's the next one,
0: then? Well, we're going to wrap it up with our second half of the season awards that, well, the predictions for MVP Rookie of the Year, Most Improved Player, Six Man and Defense Player of the Year. So, I guess we'll kind of start at the bottom and I'll work our way up. Uh, All righty. And we'll start with you. Most improved. Yeah, we'll start with most improved. And, uh, Ethan, who, do you, who are you giving that to?
2: I am giving that to Mr. Pascal Siakam, the savior of the great North Canada, the Toronto Raptors. He, in my opinion, is the saving grace in the Kawhi Leonard situation. If they end up losing Kawhi, which I don't, I don't exactly think they do, but if they do, he instantly needs to be put into the first option. He is a very intriguing player with what he's doing already in reduced role and as a fringe, a fringe third option. Him leading that team, I could see him being a great All Star caliber player and doing things. I don't even – what would you compare him to? Maybe a Pau, Pau Gasol, prime Pau Gasol, prime Marc Gasol? I guess you could say that. Around there? It's yeah, more I athletic. think – Yeah, exactly. He's a scary player. His defense is off the charts. And then if he gets in that first option role and can develop more of a well-rounded offensive game, I could see him being a threat for years to
0: come. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I'll, I guess I'll take it and then we'll go to you, Court. To add on to everything you just said there, Ethan, I mean, you can really, even just besides this year, you can call him, he's constantly improved. Yep. From the 16 and 17 season, for instance, he was shooting 50.2% from the field. The next season he went up to 50.8%. And then this year he's shooting 50 point, or 55.1%. His three point has gotten significantly better. He went from fourteen percent to twenty two percent to thirty seven point three percent.
2: Is that the what's
0: the average? His average throughout the three,
2: like the three point, like the what's the Mandela line? Like, what do you want to be above? Is it thirty five? Um, this does not have it. No, I know, but like, what do you? What would you say it is?
0: I'd probably okay. put it right around 33 to 35.
2: Okay, so he's we're saying he's above average. That's what I – Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. you're, you're for sure above average if you're shooting 37%. Okay, yeah. Especially that's, that's as all, a big man.
2: That's all I wanted to put into – out. put it out. Okay, you can continue. Yeah.
0: Now, there's another thing, too. His first season from the free throw line, he was shooting 68.8%. Now he's at
2: 77.1%. That's – actually, this is a little off topic after you said that. That's not great in my opinion. Free throw is kind of like a lost art. Free throws are—it's like team. So many players are just so bad at it, and it's like it should be. You should. Everyone should really be in reality hitting like eighty-five percent,
0: but they just aren't. Well, I, I agree with that, but that's still a very big improvement. And I feel like you're going to be yeah. seeing them in the ages oh no next no, year.
2: no 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 no. Don't get me wrong. With how the NBA is seventy-seven percent, is perfectly fine. But I'm just saying. It's it's kind of – it's ridiculous because – I don't know. Maybe it's the pressure, the huge crowds, but it's like they should – I feel like they should be – if they're hitting all these three-pointers in the faces of people, I think free throws should come fairly easier.
0: Yeah. But to top all that stuff off too, he also improved from his first season of 0.3 assists per game. He's now at 2.9. Is and he only at 2.9? Re- yeah. And then that his total hard. rebounds – no, it's 2.9. His total rebounds went from 3.4 up to 7.1. Yep. I mean, his stat line just for this year, he is averaging. Let me pull it up here for you guys. Let me get back to the normal set. I think it's
2: 16.73.
0: Yeah, he's 1, averaging 16.4, 7.1,
1: 2.9. What's the 0. defensive stats?
0: Eight. and then 0. .9. So, he's just right below a block a game and a little bit below a steal a game. How many turnovers? You're going to make me scroll back down, man. Yes, I am. Turnovers. One second. Let me find these. Um... He's averaging. Where the heck is it? I can't find it. They don't have it on here. Somebody okay, talk about him. You're fine. So, yeah, Court. Can't, they don't have it on his
2: We're Ready to move on to Court's take on the yeah. most improved player of the year? Yeah,
0: let's hear it, Court.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly got to give it to De'Aaron Fox this season. He, he really – everybody already was kind of slowly writing him off last season because he really – wasn't living up to the hype, and then, and then just out of nowhere he starts to become a team leader. And I've I just got to say, I'm, I'm, this kid, whether we like to admit or not, the Kings team has surpassed all expectations. Yeah. What's your
0: specific reasoning of giving it to De'Aaron Fox? Get, uh,
1: getting I, more I think, depth I think more when we him. talk about most improved, his stats have improved across the board. And but the the real X factor that I think puts him ahead of most of the competition is he's gained a leadership of the Sacramento Kings that I think is really you – can't, you can't really say that about Pascal Siakam. He had, he has his moments. Well, this entire season, De'Aaron Fox has been leading this Sacramento Kings team.
0: You can't really give that much validation, though, because there's nobody else that's older – or a star on that team besides Bagan yeah.
1: and Hill. Yeah, but but in this situation, what what typically happens is there's either a person who steps up or the team falls apart. And De De'Aaron Fox showed that leadership that it's going it, to it's going to keep him in the league for a long time.
0: Yeah, but when you talk about motion proof, you're just looking at pure statistics. I mean, you can't you can't just argue what you did <laughs> there because Pascal Seacom is behind. Kawhi Leonard, and Kyle Lowry. Deion, De'Aaron Fox has nobody else pushing him for that. Now, I, I agree with you. He's doing a great job taking that team to this next level. But this is most improved player, not most valuable.
1: But that's what I'm saying? But at the same time, Hatskos, wasn't he coming off the bench last season? Yes, I think so. So, it's like – yeah, you kind of – it's like you don't know how good he would have been as a starter. De'Aaron Fox was a starter last year, and he approved upon last year's stats, still being a starter.
0: Wow, he's got a terrible free throw, though, yeah. 72%. I don't know
1: what's up with free throws this season. Just in general, like this entire season has just been a roller coaster for free throw, free throw percentage. Had DeAndre Jordan earlier in the season shooting 90%, I mean, he cooled way off from that, but still. Uh,
0: That's because he's never been that great of a shooter.
1: Yeah, I know. But just the fact that he was ever at 90%.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, he's he got a strong case for it.
1: I, yeah. I, uh, I, I think it's it. going to come down but, to either Siakam or Fox.
0: I agree with that. So, we'll move on to rookie of the year next. I have Luka Doncic winning that. What do you guys have?
2: I have Luca
1: Doncic. Yeah, I, I have Luca as well. It's like and this is in terms of the media as well. You could have DeAndre Aiden and Trey Fox who are the two other considering the top three. You you could have Trey go off for thirty points for twenty stri- for the rest of the season. He could go off for over twenty five points and eight assists. assist. It'd still be Luka Doncic. I
0: agree. I mean, he's just been the most consistent and the most dominant. And like you said, the whole De'Aaron Fox thing, like you said, like he stepped up and he's led that team. Yeah. That's what Luka's done in Dallas.
1: You're exactly right.
0: I mean, he's stepping up too. Like, he's not afraid to back down. Like, he's hitting these step back threes uh, to win games against Harden and all these different big names.
1: Yeah, I never had any doubt in my mind that Luka Doncic is gonna be rookie of the year this season. My my question is, how how is he gonna improve next season? Because he was, he's already a pretty polished player coming into the league.
0: Well he's got almost identical stats to LeBron James in his rookie career or rookie year.
1: But at the same time but at the same time LeBron built muscle. He built himself up physically. Is Luka gonna look the same thing? That's what I'm waiting on. I want. He's say-
0: only got one see. downside right now, and that's his speed.
1: Yeah, his in general, his athleticism. Yes. So my my comparison to Luka Doncic is probably going to be a Larry Bird esque player. It's I like,
0: I can agree with that.
1: Yeah, I can see that because c- Larry Bird was much more than just a shooter, like everybody likes to generalize. Larry
2: Bird is amazing, and well, so yeah, you he gotta put it out there.
1: He, he's also a hard nosed defender. He was. He wasn't that athletic, neither is Luka Doncic. He's not some exceptional athlete. He's just a solid, fundamentally sound player.
0: Yeah. And it, I think the difference is, though, Luka, I think, realizes, especially in this day and age, that he's going to need to be more athletic. And that's the best. He's in a very good spot right now. He's not trying to develop a three-point shot or a free throw or his ball handling. Doesn't need- all he doesn't need – He's already in good athletic shape. He's just not at the NBA level. To I, think he's going to have that fixed within the next year or two, and then you're going to be like, "Holy crap, this dude's ready to take the league by storm."
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. There's only so much you can build upon athletics. Like you can't, you can't. That's that's a really famous saying. Is you just can't teach speed. You either have it or you don't. And it's like there, there is some fundamental stuff that you can do. Yeah, somebody good? What? Y'all good? So-
2: Optimus, are you there? I'm
1: perfectly fine. What are you talking about?
2: Yeah, I, I just heard a
1: lot of background noise. Oh, go on. But yeah, so it's like, you can't teach speed. You can bu- Luca can build some strength hit in the weight room. And it's like, that. that's... Re- I'm just interested to see what he's going to do next.
0: Yeah. So, we'll move on from the rookie of the year then. And uh, we'll hit up the topic of sixth man of the year very quickly. I have Derrick Rose taking sixth man of the year. Now, some people, including yourself, I know, Ethan, are saying, well, what? How is he How is he even in the top sixth man of the year? Isn't he starting? He hasn't played the starting position enough and that's why he's still in these talks and i mean he's even in the talks for most improved too because nobody expected i don't like that
2: i think if you've been an all-star you don't you can't really win most improved i like it going to young guys that are proving something
0: well i agree with yeah, that too but he has improved right? amazing most,
1: most improved. improved
0: yeah i agree with that i'm just saying though like from where he was last year to now I mean, I think he's got a very strong chance at winning six men in the year. And he, he gets my vote.
1: But what do you guys think? I'm sorry, you, Court. He definitely gets my vote, me, one, being a T-Wolves fan. And two, like, he, he just – he's really stepped up his game from being on the Cavs and almost having to re- – and contemplating retirement last season, not really doing too good. And now he's a – he's coming off the bench. He's having some – amazing performances, and it's just like he he does add a lot of value to the Timberwolves.
0: I agree. Yeah. Well, he's a good veteran guard to have. But, I mean, he's averaging 18.3 rebounds and four and a half assists this year, shooting 48% from the field and 37.8% from three, which I believe – this may be his best year from the three-point line to date.
1: Uh, definitely.
0: So, so, I i mean, those stats, that's a playoff team starting point guard stats right there, but he's taking up for the Timberwolves. Yeah, I don't see how you could give anybody else six Man of the Year besides Derrick Rose.
1: Yeah, it's like you also got to think, who else is there? There's Lou Williams. That's really the only other person that comes to mind for me. Like you said, Tyreek Evans earlier, he's averaging 10 a game. Yeah, he's not hes not a six-man of the year at all. And then you got Lou Williams, who's really the only other candidate, who's still doing basically what he did last season, which is just being a phenomenal scorer in general. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's like I got to give it to Derek, Derek Rose because there's nobody else. Yeah.
0: What do you got to say about this, Ethan? Who's your pick? Honestly,
2: I – I've not really paid too much attention to the sixth man of the year running. Earlier in the season, I did agree that it was Derek Rose just because I wanted Derek Rose to I wanted Derek Rose to come and do something. I don't think I know much about the topic to really say on it, so I'm going to agree with what off of what you said, I'm gonna agree on Derek Rose, but I'm also gonna throw out the name of the greatest bench player of all time, Mr. Boban Marjanovic.
1: You see, we were going to get him for a MVP, but, you know, you
2: just had to go. Yeah, root. but I think he's going to sweep the awards. That's the thing. That's so true. I just had to put it in there, you know. But the problem yeah. is you can't get most improved because you can't
0: improve upon
2: perfection. The thing is he's achieved nirvana and he's above <laughs> perfection.
0: So before we'll wrap this up here because we're running pretty late on you guys. We'll tie both into it because I think – I know at least two of us agree on this. I don't know about you, Court.
1: Yeah, I, I'm in full.
0: Okay, so it, it's just across the board. We all agree that Paul George PG, is your, MVP MVP. And your defensive you player.
1: definitely should get it.
0: Yes, I agree. I mean, I got some stats for you guys Ooh, here right no. now. Stats. Let me just let my computer load.
2: Kemba swapped jerseys with D Wade live on Ooh. full court press.
0: There you go. Yeah, there's 27 minutes until LeBron uh, starts to beat Michael Jordan's scoring. But let me pull up my Paul George screen. is surprisingly frozen, and when I say surprisingly, I'm not very surprised because his computer. I not don't good.
2: know his exact stats, but I know he's improved on every single stat while maintaining his blocks minus 0. 0.1, and then his three-point percentage dropped by, like, a percent.
0: Yeah, I can agree with that. And I can tell you for sure that he's averaging 28.7 from the field. The NBA stat says 28.7. Oh, mm-hmm. I just refreshed it. It was frozen, and now it just updated. It went down 0. one. Yeah, What the heck? 28.6. No longer. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm done. Yep. No, yeah, exactly. No Get him. No. Okay. Yep. Okay, so guys, uh this was the full court for us and good night.
0: Just kidding. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, we ended that terribly, but alright.
2: But no, yeah, Paul George, he's the entire reason OKC's defense has been where it is this season, he is revitalizing what people thought was an all-star career and turned it on to where now people are comparing him to be an MVP. James Harden, in my opinion, with all he's done, I don't think he deserves the MVP. He statistically is having one of the best seasons really ever, but I don't think he deserves the fact that the Rockets, I just don't think are they're terrible. winning enough. Sure. And I think Paul George, if you, I don't, Harden's in a situation where his team there's no one else taking shots. That's why he's doing all these crazy things. He's taking so many shots. He's getting all these things to the free throw line, and that free throw line thing. I think that's going to be the major thing that hurts him in the votes. I think it's going to be Giannis or Paul George winning MVP, and then I do think I I don't I feel like Giannis with the hype. I feel like he has to win MVP or Defensive Player of the Year. I don't I don't think Paul George sweeps. And I don't think Giannis yeah, sweeps. I, don't see
0: him it to him. I honestly
2: think it's going to be one and one. I think one of them's getting MVP one of them's getting defensive player of the year. I don't see either of them getting a sweep.
0: Yeah. Well, like that's the thing, though, too. Besides the fact of him just absolutely killing it on the floor this year, go back to the 2014-15 season and remember what we thought at that point in time was a season or a career-ending injury. Yeah. And now he's at this age... From 2014 to 15, we're now in the 18-19 season, and we're still talking about him possibly winning Defensive Player of the Year and MVP. Like, kudos to him, because I don't know anybody within the last 10-15 years that's done that same exact thing. So, that's just another reason of why I would give him the MVP over Harden or Giannis, because... Giannis here is probably going to win some back to back to back MVPs. I feel like a few oh years yeah, down the road, uh, yeah,
2: he's going to go on a tear. Giannis is the future. I, we, I say it in almost every podcast. He's the future of the NBA. If he gets a decent three point shot, he has a great chance of being the greatest player mm-hmm. of all time.
0: I agree. The way I look at it is, you had your Michael Jordan. He retired. You had your LeBron James. Currently, when LeBron James retires, you have Giannis Antetokounmpo. And I just butchered <laughs> yeah, that last night. There's in between. He's one of those once-in-a-lifetime players.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. And we're getting to be able to see him and LeBron James face off against each other, which a lot of people are going to look back on it when LeBron's gone. They're going to be like, wow, I'm so lucky that I got to watch that. And I
2: think... All these people are going to be so glad that they got to watch this extra long podcast,
0: which I do think we have to cut off right now. Yeah, I agree because we're at 78 minutes.
2: Yeah. So, guys. Right. Oh, you can go.
0: Oh, yeah. I was going to say, sorry for the long pause we took. We had some stuff to do. A lot of us were on spring break, vice versa. Um, We put out a longer podcast for you guys. The podcasts are just going to get better from here with some new editing software and we're going to get everything more cleaned up. We're going to leave everything in it for you guys this time for some bloopers just to give you guys extra content. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. So,